Welcome to Connection Privé. I'm Clémence de Crécy, the founder and CEO of PR agency Clementine Communication. I'm delighted to welcome you today. Um, we have invited a very special guest to my PR agency. We've been taking on some work with a charity called Better. Uh, it's a new charity, very much raising awareness around mental health and suicide prevention through existing, unique and inspiring initiatives. We are going to speak with Razak, uh, who is the founder of this charity. He's a lawyer himself and he's going to tell him the story behind why did he start it better, what better means for him and he means a lot as we're going to discover better was actually his brother who took his own life just a few years ago um it's a very it's a very uh, it's very touching story uh, dare i say and we felt the company really really straight away um fell in love with the charity with the ethos um and and also we wanted to support you know as you all know it was mental awareness week um just a couple of weeks ago in in the uk and now more than ever after the pandemic and the lockdown people need support so please listen to this interview with with razak he's going to tell us more about how to get involved with better how to help uh, supporting the charity and what you can do to your colleagues and your friend if you feel that they're in need of support um, this interview will be conducted by two of my absolutely wonderful colleagues, Catherine and Emma. So have a listen and then check out the website better.org.uk where you can find all further information and get in touch with the charity if you need any advice. Hello, Raza. Hey, how are you doing? Good, thank Good. you. How are you? Yes, well, thank you. Nice to good, see you both. Good. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. So today we are talking with Razak, who is the founder of the amazing young charity, Better. And obviously, this is a very important week for everyone, but for Better Charity especially, as it is Mental Health Awareness Week. So we just wanted to introduce Razak and really just chat to you and find out everything about better how this week's been going for you guys and any sort of upcoming events or anything that our listeners can sort of get involved with um so for us at clementine we've been doing the five days five marathons challenge which has been very very <laughs> good fun for most some have been running some have been walking some have been walking <laughs> not mentioning any names um but it's been a really really great week and it's just so important i think because even this week within the office environment we have been getting out going on walks and just really asking each other how we are and, and those kind of conversations are are so important yeah, but it's, we, improved, it's improved the office mood i think yeah all around all week right. definitely but this is why raza we want to chat to you and see you know how's your week been and what has better been doing this week for sure. Well, yeah, it's Mental Health Awareness Week, which is, uh, you know, as you mentioned, a very important week for us. It's a, a chance where the conversation is brought to the forefront and everyone's talking about it. So it's, you know, it's positive to be raising awareness and to try and overcome the fear that, that surrounds these topics. Um, we've been busy. We've been busy predominantly on social media, doing different campaigns and um, different content. So obviously the theme is nature, um, which 
maybe most now know. So we came up with a campaign of not just another walk, encouraging people to go on a walk somewhere new, um, either on their own, with a loved one, with a family member, with a friend, with a pet. Um, but again, just an excuse to go outside, enjoy the nature around us. And, and sometimes, as you were mentioning, sort of the, the best conversations come in, you know, when you're side by side, just walking or doing something, and then it, it gives you that space to open up. Um, so we've been doing stuff like that. No, that's brilliant. And especially as, you know, life's really busy for, for so many people. And those little conversations, it's just finding the environment and making the time to really get out into nature and, and really get that, raise that awareness of how you're doing, how's your mental health, you know, destigmatizing that conversation as well. Um, so we just wanted to ask you as well, like, do you have any stats for us on, on why it's more important than ever to really kind of raise awareness for mental health? Obviously this year as well has been really, you know, hard for a lot of people with job loss, insecurity, illness, you know, um, so tell us, you know, if there are any stats or any kind of information that, that really sparks the kind of cruciality of why, why it's so important currently to speak about and raise awareness for mental health. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, there are, there, there are numerous stats that are, are raised around these sorts of times that one in four people suffer with mental health issues or that in 2019, 5,691 people took their own life. Like these stats are scary and, and we actually as a charity do try and stay away from them because ultimately it comes down to us. We all have health, we all have mental health. Therefore, it's something for us all to be aware of and, and, and to play a part in looking after and taking that time for self-care. So I think the stats in whichever way you look at them show you that it's an important, they're important topics um, and, and we all have to be, yeah, and, and take that. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And and also just sort of how how have, have you felt better as a charity? How have you found people sort of reaching out to you over the past year? Obviously, you, you're quite a young charity, but have you felt any increase yourselves in people reaching out to you for help? Yeah, I have to say it's amazing to see those that do kind of connect with us either through direct messages, emails when they came to our events, getting involved in our fundraising, replying to polls there's there's a lot of engagement and we've been very fortunate that we've received amazing support from the general public from ambassadors from partners because i feel we're, we're trying to take a different unique approach and and it's been set up for personal reasons so i just feel that people connect with it um and the fact that we are a young charity as i say to everyone who wants to get involved it's, it's, you know, we have our ideas, but they're not set in stone. And, and BED is really a platform for us all to play our part in raising awareness. So if someone has an idea, if someone would like to get involved in a certain thing or, or activity, then we can make it happen because we don't have that red tape, that corporate structure that can sometimes slow businesses down, but of course, charities as well. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we've, we've been fortunate. And, uh, and yeah, I think when you give people the opportunity to talk about their mental health or show that they care and they want to raise awareness, then they do. And that's yeah. what we're trying to do because we're all sort of stronger together and, and we want to yeah, provide those opportunities for people. Yeah. How do you sort of, you know, how would you advise someone to, how would you, to our listeners, you know, if you are struggling with mental health, how, how would you advise someone? Where, where would they go? Because there's obviously that conversation of, 
how are you? But how do you go yeah, beyond which, that? How which, do you go beyond that social normative sort of, yeah, I'm fine. But actually, how do you go beyond that and say, you know, how, how really are, are, are you doing? You know, how is your mental health? How would you suggest those conversations are kind of brought up in a really meaningful way? It's a great question because people are scared to ask those questions to even those close to us because they're worried they're going to trigger something. They're worried it may be a sensitive topic. They may upset that person i think you've got to lead by example um and it is sometimes easier than done but you've got to be able to talk about what's on your mind um share find a, an individual a group of people a stranger you know it doesn't have to be within the immediate circle but who you feel comfortable talking to find ways that you feel more comfortable talking to people for example going for a walk cooking a meal side by side rather than sitting across the table having a coffee it's a bit more you know intense you may say and i'd say that's a great chance to start opening up to those around you if you don't feel able to do that then there are so many other opportunities to do so whether that's therapy different um like breath works and, and just finding something that works for you but i think the key to be able to talk about what's on your mind is, is finding time to look after yourself and give yourself that, that breathing room and that platform. So it is easier said than done, like even if you found of better. Sometimes I, for some reason, am struggling and I don't tell my wife on my mind straight away. I do, you know, within a, a yeah. day or two, but it isn't instantaneous. So we're all human and, and that's normal. Um, mm -hmm. I feel that yeah maybe some people feel they don't you know they don't want to burden the problem exactly. if they were to tell people about what's on their mind they're going to be negatively judged but really exactly. it's the complete opposite people are there yeah. for you yeah and the other thing you know obviously the there is also that sort of like knowledge that you know there's obviously different between genders and obviously the kind of disparity between men opening up and women opening up um and so what what would you what would you say about that would you say that that's a true narrative or yeah it's it's you know it's what everyone seems to say and everyone seems to know um i think it's fair i, I think it's because of society men are meant to have a you know a strong outlook on life and, and they're meant to be strong and then you know you hear the phrase man up you know, be fine get on with it and the, you know you're not allowed to show weakness but we're all human we're, we're off. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think it's Women. stronger to show weakness, you know, because exactly. we're human. It's great. We're it's human. Great. We're yeah. brave, and everybody, everybody has, you know, mental health. Something to do with mental health, and it's it's so much. We need to normalise it. We really need to be able to really speak about it and and have the confidence to be like it's it's stronger and and it's better to really yeah, sort you of. You wouldn't you wouldn't expect someone to be physically healthy their entire lives without ever needing to go to the doctor. So it's funny that. We never think that, yeah. you know, it's essential that you talk about it just to keep yourself tying over, you know, yeah. even if you haven't got any real problems at the moment, it's yeah. just important to keep looking after yourself. Yeah. So true. So exactly. true. It's the furthest thing from showing weakness when you do open that up about what's on your mind. Yeah. It's that sign of strength. It gives others the strength to also be like, oh, God, I've also felt like this for so long and I didn't know what to say or I didn't know you were feeling like it. And then you actually create much stronger connections and bonds by talking real stuff and and opening up compared yeah. to the superficial surface level 
conversations that we can have. No, for sure. And actually, for those of us who've just joined, um, it might be helpful to just say, you know, how did Better start? And what was your sort of, um, yeah, how did it start? And what's your mission? What's your real mission? Sure. So Better is a, as we've said, a young charity taking a unique approach to raising awareness around both mental health and suicide prevention. The reason for founding Better was because I lost my younger brother, um, his own life at the age of 18 in April 2017, and he was called Better, so the charity's named after him. Um, why we're doing it is because, personally, I've always been involved in charity fundraising and supporting different causes, but having lost my brother and, and that life experience, there was only one reason and one cause I really wanted to, to raise awareness around. Um, so that's really been my personal focus and using the charity as the vehicle to do as much as possible in our own unique way um to sort of what our aim is right now our aim is to continue and focus on raising awareness in this unique way softly raising awareness by bringing people to share a similar interest whether that's mm. through education through wellness through recreation it could be any way um and and giving people that opportunity to enjoy self-care and take time out of their busy days mm. that's starting just the starting mm. of uh, the conversation so that's what we're trying to do and, and we're not here to compete with the other charities that are already here we, we, we've partnered with young minds as our mental health partner we've partnered with samaritans as our suicide prevention partner because they do amazing work and we just want to further that and promote it but take our own unique approach to, to doing what we do to normal conversation no, it's fantastic what you're doing. We we're very big supporters of Better, yeah. um, and we think it's it's incredible and so so important, um, so so important. Um, just on that, really, I think we had a few other questions just about sort of. I know that you've got a cookbook um, out, so obviously we've just been talking about your unique approach, which um, is fantastic, and this cookbook is really incredible from Better's Kitchen. Tell us about the cookbook. Tell us, you know, how it started. Tell us, tell us more. So when we began in, as a charity in November 2019, we focused on in-person events and initiatives. And obviously with COVID and lockdown, that all stopped. So we then shifted to online and we started to do online cooking classes and magic masterclasses and workshops. And the cooking classes proved really popular um, as a chance to bring people together virtually uh, fill the time, learn a new recipe. And as momentum grew and we connected with a whole range of different foodies, the idea of creating came to mind. Um, safe to say that I didn't have any idea of the work that goes into creating a cook. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, that's it is, it's worth it. It's exactly. worth it. The images, it is. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah, over 90 contributors yeah. from, you know, Gordon Ramsay to, you know, basic stars. It's, yeah, it's brilliant. But also yeah. what's so special about the cookbook is the own chef's reflections, which I think just accentuates your mission exactly, mm. like so perfectly. It's a cookbook which is it's these so delicious recipes, but yeah. it's so much more because it's all these chefs that you see on television or you hear about or you know of, you know, really sort of opening up about what their mental health is or, or little comments on how important it is to talk about mental health. So it's a really incredible idea. And, and actually, how did you find asking the contributors to, to sort of jot down their, 
their motivate reflections and motivations do you think it was a, was it hard for them or were they really willing to kind of share these intimate details we've been very fortunate to bring together an amazing collection of contributors you know, the types of people you mentioned and, and i think they got on board with what we're trying to achieve and the soft approach that we take and and the fact that it's more than a cookbook and that these reflections really bring it to life and and, and kind of showcase what we're trying to achieve we had we were very lucky with them sharing so generously their reflections about how they look after their mental health what advice they'd give to their younger self times that they struggled and how they overcame it um and i just think it's because people we can all play our part we all suffer with mental health and i think by sharing our experience it helps others um, and i think the way that we've tried to do it in the cookbook just proved popular and we were very lucky with the support and the general yeah. support. Those I mean, yeah, the, the people that you got to open up, I think it shows that mental health, as we were saying, it affects everyone. Everyone's thinking about it, especially now, and it's sort of something that we're becoming so much more conscious of. It's not, you know, it's not just, you know, us everyday people. It's, it's the Gordon Ramsay's that we see on television. He also, you know, knows that mental health is a huge part of his life. And it's, it's fascinating. Yeah, we're looking through the recipes and realising that actually there's so much more behind these people's, you know, relationship with food and with cooking and... Um, yeah, so we yeah absolutely yeah, love it. We love that. it. And where can we find it, Raz? Yes, remind us. Where can we pick it up? For those <laughs> listening, and you obviously are dying to buy a copy right now. <laughs> Well, if you'd like to buy a copy of From Better's Kitchen, I'd say visit our website, which is better.org.uk. Um, but it's also stocked in places like Harrods and Whole Foods and Dalesford um, and places like that. So plenty of places to uh, purchase your copy of From Better's Kitchen. From Better's Kitchen, everybody. Make sure you check it out. And also, obviously, it's fantastic, but, but I'm sure you have lots of other initiatives that we would love to love to talk about. Can you tell us more about what you're up to at the moment? Yeah, especially your fantastic football club. Yes, well, for now, we're, we're, we're not back to our full in-person events, just due to, obviously, the, the restrictions. But we have managed to resume better which is a football club open to all where we play uh, Dorking at Meadowbank Stadium. Nice chance to get a great group of people together, play some football awareness and, and um, a run around as well. We are working on a few exciting initiatives similar to uh, another cookbook and the Christmas period, which will be a physical product. Um, and then looking to more of our in-person events back in the diary. So mindful painting classes, evenings with inspiration individuals, fitness classes, etc. So amazing, much, amazing. so it's much going lots on. Lots in the pipeline. It's incredible. No, it's yeah. incredible. Um, well, we this week have been doing our Clementine Challenge, which um, has been raising money, obviously, for better. And for people that are looking to donate, obviously, directly to you or through our Just Giving page, can you tell us a bit about sort of your partnership with Young Minds and Samaritans and sort of when we donate to better, where does our money go? Yeah, of course. So when we organise events, when we get donations, obviously it comes back to better as a charity. But as part of our partnerships with both Young Minds and, and Samaritans is we want to, of course, raise awareness around the resources and, and the amazing work that they do, but we also want to give back. So as part of our partnership, we, we agree to give, uh, to, to basically donate uh, a portion of our, of our profits to them. Um, so part of the donations that we do go to Samaritans and Young Minds, and then the rest really 
that's what we do in terms of investing in the cookbook, investing in our events, bringing together and this sort of stuff and, and allowing us to take this approach to raising awareness. So yeah, that's what we do. Brilliant, thank you. Um, yeah. No, it's fantastic. I think it's it's just such a, it's such an, uh, as you said, what we were saying about the unique charity front, I think it's just fantastic to have all different kinds of activations, which are all geared towards opening up about your mental health and just thinking about it, but in really subtle, discreet ways, which is so important. So the cookbook, you've got your football club, you've got these arts partnerships. Um, it's, it's all, yeah, the emphasis on the word soft. It's not, it's not trying to make people sort of, for, it's not forcing people to open up, it's just sort of increasing the sort of, yeah, the awareness around it, especially, yeah, flicking through the cookbook, it just, the presence of those reflections every night when you're picking a new recipe it just it reminds you to check in with yourself check in with everyone that you're that you're around i think yeah we've really we've been really good at that actually this week because we've been you know really conscious that it was mental health awareness mm -hmm. week sort of going on our strolls and that kind of thing mm -hmm. um, yep. just taking the time it takes a couple of minutes just to ask how, how the other person is and actually mean it and not oh you know how's the day going but you know yeah. no actually actually how are you mm -hmm. so yeah. Exactly. And that's why, you know, Mental Health Awareness Week is a really special period for, of course, mental health related charities, because people are focused on it and we're talking about it. But then about continuing that momentum and, and those good habits of simply picking up the phone, turning on the video when you call someone rather than just a, a phone call, really just taking those five minutes like, yes, we are all busy, but, you know, we can all make time for ourselves and for others because it's paramount. Definitely. Yeah, you've got to put it into no, practice definitely. and sort of turn it into a habit. Although I'm not sure the 6.2 kilometres a day will be turning into a habit. I think it will for me, actually. I'm really... I'm I'm the, it takes me a lot longer because I've been walking. <laughs> well, you guys are doing a great job. I've been loving watching it. And you've <laughs> So thank you very much. No, thank really you. enjoyed it. And thank you so much, Razak, um, for your time this morning, just discussing better and the cookbook and everything during this really, really important week. Um, it's been fantastic and if anyone obviously just joining we've been chatting to Razak who is the founder of Better Charity um, loads of amazing stuff and activations on their website which is www.better.org .uk, .uk. <laughs> <laughs> always missing some like links or something no. um, but it's been fantastic chatting to you um, to Razak thank you yes if anyone has any questions about Better just get in touch with us or through their website and yeah have a good Friday. The last push on the uh, the challenge. So I know I've got one last run. One last marathon. <laughs> Enjoy the weekend. Thank you. you too, Thanks, Thank Robert. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Connection Privé, a podcast produced by Clementine Communication PR Agency. This episode was mixed and edited by Chris Osborn. For more insightful interviews about networking and the power of human connection, make sure to subscribe to Connection Privé on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review in the Apple Podcast Store or tell a friend about us. I'm your host, Clémence de Crécy, and I hope to see you again soon. À bientôt!